I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Health systems need to get used to the new normal, says Steve LaFar, executive director of Strata Decision Technology. The company's recent analysis of hospital data shows patients' behavior has changed, and hospitals can't count on volumes returning to pre-pandemic levels. We'll dig into the details on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, October 9th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The pandemic has shifted the ways people are getting medical care. While in some parts of the country, outpatient care has largely rebounded, many patients are still avoiding the emergency room, inpatient care, and some diagnostics, says Steve LaFarre executive director of Strata Decision Technology. His team analyzed patient and procedure volume data from 275 hospitals that are a part of 58 health systems all across the country between March and August. Uh, We we think that um, it is the new normal, uh, certainly uh, until um, there's a vaccine and people feel safe uh, coming in. Uh, You may be in pain, you may have some issues, But if it's not life-threatening or that the delay of care doesn't make it worse, uh, we think people are making some uh, decisions not to come in for care. Uh, We also think that the um, way in which people use the emergency room, which, let's face it, was a huge margin generator for, is a huge margin generator for many of these health systems, uh, not all, uh, that may never come back the way it was. There's also the flip side of that, which is uh, if people are still uh, particularly more at-risk people or a little more locked down, maybe they're not actually having chest pain as much and the fractures and falls aren't happening as much uh, as they were. So uh, it's hard to know, but we we think people need to be prepared that uh, the demand curve for healthcare services may be permanently uh, adjusted uh, because people are just changing their behaviors. And once that behavior changes, it's hard to know whether it's coming back. Some of that behavior change could stick. Strata's analysis found inpatient care is still down almost 19 percent. 
which could be partly due to Americans avoiding emergency rooms and hospitals because of COVID concerns, and instead opting for outpatient care, which has largely returned. For example, compared to the same two-week period last year, inpatient knee replacement volumes were down by nearly 40 percent, while outpatient knee replacement volumes were up by more than 80 percent. Given all the shifts around where patients are getting care, Strata projects hospitals should not expect patient volumes to fully return, rather stabilizing at between 90 and 95 percent of pre-pandemic levels. If you think about what happened, uh, it exposed the, the, this elasticity of, of demand that we never knew, I think, as an industry existed. Uh, it shows that fee-for-service uh, is, is its own risk to these organizations and to the country, that uh, the demand, the need for some services may have temporarily dropped, but we can't have a system where you're on the, the, the foot, foot of bankruptcy simply because we had a disease or an issue that drives demand down. We need a different funding mechanism because we still have to keep people healthy that are chronic. We still have to deal with people that may have a hip problem, but they can't get that, that implant done. So we got to get a more PT. Uh, PT telehealth actually is, is doing quite well. Uh, so I view it as a systemic risk that just the the ability to take out an industry in four months had the government not stepped in because of a volume shock uh, just shows the problem. The, the, the other issue is the nature of pricing and fee-for-service that we reward what I like to call cutting and sewing uh, far more than we reward um, internal medicine and chronic care management. And that margin profile uh, designed by the fee-for-service uh, system also has to change. We're rewarding uh, the wrong care. Strata provides hospitals financial software so they can budget. But he says the old way of budgeting is gone. No longer can hospitals rely on last year's revenue or patient volume to predict what next month or next year will look like. What we've talked to people about is the crystal ball um, of you know, using actuarial models, that's always interesting and helpful, but maybe that's changed, is you've got a scenario plan. And that, that's how we're advising clients. You've got to be able to say, what are the four or five scenarios we're likely to face in our community? Uh, a, you know, a, a huge uptick in COVID, what does that do? Uh, status quo, when people do start to feel comfortable coming in, what are those different kinds of scenarios? We've also um, pushed clients and uh, I think 50 clients have already moved this direction in the past year uh, to move towards more flexible uh, real-time budgeting. Uh, this notion that you can ever again count on a budget that was designed nine months ago and somehow it's going to work. Um, and we put that in our recommendations. You've got to have flexible budgeting that moves up or down with, the, with volumes and staffing that's more flexible. It's, it's a very different way of thinking about how you run the health system, but it's the only way uh, to, to really operate is to have rolling budgeting, rolling forecasting based on what you're seeing and having those scenarios in place. There is some good news. Hospitals have figured out how to balance caring for COVID patients while also treating other patients. We'll get more into the specifics after a quick message from the sponsor of this week's show. 
tired of not being paid for all the value-based work your providers and staff do? If you want to make more money for the extra time and effort your team spends with patients, Stellar Health can help. Stellar helps provider organizations get credit from insurers for value-based activities, like convincing a patient to get a mammogram and rewards practices in real time with extra dollars above and beyond normal reimbursement. Learn more today at stellar.health/gist. With several months of experience, providers are caring for COVID patients more effectively. Ventilator use and COVID mortality rates have dropped. But COVID patients who do get really sick are staying in the hospital longer, which Lafar says does validate the decision to reimburse hospitals more for caring for COVID patients. Some people have also criticized uh, the health systems for quote, taking advantage of, of COVID, which is a, you know, kind of a shocking statement to begin with. But the length of stays for these patients uh, that have COVID-19 uh, in the top DRGs is 20, 25 percent longer uh, than it was for non-COVID patients in the same DRG. So uh, proxy, uh, a length of stay as a proxy really does for cost, really does uh, mandate that people get paid uh, a little more for these uh, kinds of, of cases that they, they normally uh, would, would have less, uh, less critical. The big unanswered question for health systems and hospitals is how much care should be delivered virtually. During lockdowns in the spring, telehealth surged, but as in-person care returned, telehealth decreased. There are a few areas where telehealth has stuck, like behavioral health, nutrition, and some patient consultations. Stratus analysis finds that as of late July, telemedicine visits leveled off at about 13% of total weekly physician's office visits. Lafar says it's not yet clear what the balance of in-person to virtual care should be more broadly, but it's not returning to pre-pandemic levels. So it's never going back uh, to where it was, which was near zero. Um, and the health systems are going to have to intelligently invest uh, by looking at what care is best provided remotely today, what's going to be best remotely provided in the future as remote monitoring and those kinds of technologies are made available. And it is uh, foolish to think that the elderly or older folk, uh, I'm starting to get into that age group, um, won't use these technologies because it's convenient. I mean, uh, people are now used to things like Instacart for grocery shopping and Amazon. Their, their facility with uh, technology has gone up, not down. So uh, it's not taking over the world yet, but it is a critically important channel you have to invest in appropriately. That was Steve Lafar, executive director of Strata Decision Technology. You can find their full report online at stratadecision.com. And make sure to check out this evening's Weekly GIST for some more analysis of Strata's data. My colleagues at GIST Healthcare put together some visualizations on patient volume impacts. You can subscribe to the Weekly GIST, which includes executive-level insights on healthcare news of the week, for free at gisthealthcare.com. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.